0: This is Fostering Conversations with Utah Foster Care, where we have insightful conversations about parenting for bio, foster, adoptive, or blended families to better understand the experiences we all face as families. Hi, I'm Deborah Lindner along with Liz Rivera and Liz, today's episode is, is kind of special. We've never done anything like this before. I love it. We've never done a bonus
1: episode in the middle of a month, but this particular uh, story we're going to share today is
0: so the best thing we could share for a bonus episode. It's, uh, it's really launching, helping launch a song. And the guest is Caden Riley who is currently a student at Utah Tech pursuing a degree in psychology. He began his foster care journey when he was adopted at age one. Then he returned to foster care at age 15. But above all, right now, he's got a passion for helping others and he works as a mental health and foster care advocate. The most important thing right now, Caden, is you're also a songwriter. Welcome.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Sure. The name of the song we're going to listen to is Searching For You. How did that song come to be?
2: Yeah, so through my experience in foster care, I've always loved to sing and I've always loved music. Growing up, I went to performing arts school and I was in show choirs and so forth. And so singing has just always been my passion. But I mainly did covers, you know? And so the idea of like writing my own song and launching it, I was like, I want this to be a song where... It inspires people and that they feel something from it. And so searching for you is kind of like my journey, the idea of finding a self, finding like my version of myself that's really important to me and overcoming like those battles and the journey that I've been through, like in foster care. And so I'm like super excited to share that with you guys.
1: So I have never written a song. I have to point how, how you would do that. How, where do you start? Do you start with the music? Do you start the lyrics? How does that even happen?
2: Yeah, so it was really a journey for me, too, because I've never written a song either. And so I actually got connected with some local producers here in St. George, and I was able to, like, go through that writing process. And so basically, it's kind of, like, up to the artist. And so how I did it was sat down with myself, kind of made, like, a poem, like, outline of key topics that I wanted to talk about and sing. And then from there, you know, I worked with the producers and got, like, the audio and the sound of, like, how I wanted it to sound. And then I put all that together and then I created this, you know, this song. And so it's it really just depends. But I worked on it for about a couple months, um, you know, changing the words, changing the chorus, the bridge, different sections of it. But in, in all, it really worked out. So
1: it's a beautiful song. I was privileged to hear you perform it live. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we had an event in St. George and you were on that panel of youth who had been in care and then had aged out of care. And not only were you amazingly well-spoken and insightful on the panel, but then you, you sang that song live, which, so there's one thing about writing a song, but performing a song in front of people, I think is, I find terrifying. So what's it like for you to perform, particularly this song, which is so
2: personal? Yeah, absolutely. Like performing is something that I just do like naturally. And so even for me, actually writing the song and like recording it, I liked that it was cool. But I was really excited to actually perform it live in front of people. And so, you know, as I was going to release this song, I actually released an instrumental version. So then that way I'll be able to just like perform it live, which is, you know, what I prefer to do. But yeah, I love singing in front of people. It's just something that really makes me feel good about myself. And it's just when I sing, I want people to feel something. You know, I want them to take something away from what they're hearing in my words and my voice. And so I feel at home when I'm up on stage. I feel as though this is where I'm meant to be. I feel at peace. And just the words come to me. And it's just an amazing experience overall.
0: I've always believed that music often can convey what just sheer words can't. You know, someone can tell you, and especially if it's adults trying to tell young adults something, you know, it's harder to hear. But somehow music, Brings it to the heart, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, music definitely speaks to the soul, and I love it.
0: What streaming platforms are you on, and how would people find this to listen to?
2: Yeah, so I'm on pretty much all streaming platforms. So Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Pandora, Deezer.
1: That's how old I am. I've never heard of Deezer.
2: It's like a newer one.
1: So we're
0: geezers.
2: Yeah, it's newer. I'm not super familiar with it either, but... I think what's also really cool, too, is it's on Spotify and YouTube and Instagram and TikTok audio. And so what's really cool is you can actually create like a reel or like a story and use my audio on those like social media platforms as well. And so it's really cool like, like what they can do now.
1: Yeah. So I've heard I've heard artists talk about sending their art. It's almost like sending your child out into the world and then you sort of lose control of it once it's out there. But do you have hopes of how people will will use this song?
2: Yeah, I honestly am keeping my eyes open with this song. You know, it's my first song. And, you know, I really wanted to make it more of like a ballad and more of like an intense like song for people to listen to. It's not necessarily the type of song that people are going to it's not going to be trendy. It's not going to be something that you just casually listen to on the radio. It's going to be something specific for a specific theme and place and environment. And so I hope that people listen to this song and really take something away from that and really understand, like, kind of like what they're listening to and how it really impacts people. But my mind is open. So I hope, like, it goes big and people listen to it all over the world. So
0: we do too. Our audience is privileged because you can hear it right now. Here's the song Searching for You, written and performed by Caden Riley.
3: Twilight haze. I wander through the night, searching for a ghost, lost in the fading light. Memories are whispers drifting through my mind, chasing shadows of a past I could never find. By the echoes of who I used to be, longing for the pieces that slipped away from me. I'm searching for the past version of myself, lost in the depths of time. Somewhere on a shelf, locked away But the more I dig, the more it slips away A bittersweet, a melody that will forever play Photographs and letters, fragments of a dream In the sepia tone of memories, it's hard for me to find the scene every step i take another layer falls apart a fading portrait of a love that broke my heart oh i'm haunted by the echo For the pieces that slipped away From me I'm searching for the past Version of myself Lost in the depths of time Somewhere on a shelf Locked away But the more I dig The more it slips away A bittersweet a melody that will forever play. I've walked through deserts and climbed to the highest peak. Swam across oceans trying to find what I seek. But the past me it feels like a shooting star leaving me stranded wondering who you are. Cover something new, a string to embrace the present and bid the past goodbye. Yay.
0: Yay. We are back, Deborah Lindner along with Liz Rivera and Caden Riley, the wonderful young man who just recorded that song. Caden, I love the images this evokes, and I think it is true for a lot of kids that have gone through the foster care system with ghosts and searching. Tell us how that works into it.
2: Yeah, so like with this song, it's really kind of envisioning a past version of myself, as you heard in the lyrics, that like I'm not necessarily going to be able to get back for myself. And so a lot of the times for youth in foster care, you know, it's like, their time in foster care you know, might be good, might be bad, but like they're not necessarily going to get that time back. And so kind of healing and freeing yourself from that foster care experience is what I wanted to bring to the searching for you part and aspect of this song. And so when I say searching for you, it's really searching for a past version of myself that I'm not necessarily going to be seeing and that I need to let go and heal from. It's
0: beautiful. I know one thing that we do hear a lot from people is that children and teens don't like to be labeled and again it's you want to get away from that foster care label. I mean there's more to you than just being a child in foster care in your past, right?
2: Exactly, absolutely. It's like branding yourself and you know allowing yourself to do what you want in life and following your dreams and chasing your goals and stuff.
1: So now you have a new label, singer, songwriter, and I think it's it's amazing that you are while you're grieving past versions of yourself that you said you can't get back to, you're still using maybe that grief to create new versions of yourself that you can hold on to and that will not only bless your lives but the lives of other people.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I said on that panel, the couch conversations that I spoke at and released this song was just that like all the things that I did experience in foster care, like really shaped me into the person I am today. And so I wouldn't take that back. You know, my journey in foster care, I would go through that every single day again, just because I've learned so many like beneficial things that have gotten me to where I am today. And, you know, it's just super important for me. And I'm using those experiences and using those things that I went through to inspire change, to advocate for people that were in similar situations as me.
0: Well, we appreciate the fact you're willing to share it, Caden. We want to thank you so much. You've helped us understand more about what it's like to make this journey, and more than that, you're willing to help others. I also want to thank my co-host, Liz Rivera, Director of Education for Utah Foster Care, and also our sincere appreciation to our producer, Marshall Shear Davis, who always works behind the scenes to make this podcast the best every single time. Remember, you don't have to know everything to be a foster parent. You just need to be willing to learn. We hope there are people out there who who will learn more about how they can help. There's many ways to help. So if you're looking for details on foster parent, but also so many other ways you can get involved, we invite you to go to utahfostercare.org. This has been Fostering Conversations. I'm Debra Lindner. This has been Fostering Conversations with Utah Foster Care. Thank you for joining us. For more information, go to utahfostercare.org. We'll see you next time.